0: Hey Ryan, you look like you got something on your mind. What's up?
1: Hey Bethany, I'm wondering about these January 6th hearings that are always on TV lately. Do you know what's going on?
0: Yes, I do. It all goes back to January 6, 2021, when a group of Trump supporters, believing lies that he was spreading about election fraud, stormed the U.S. Capitol. Now the committee investigating what happened is airing hearings to share what they've learned about that day. You might remember that the 10 News did a special report about the Capitol insurrection.
1: Oh yeah, we definitely need to give that a listen so I can catch up.
0: You got it, Ryan. I'm Bethany Van Delft. It's Thursday, June 16th, and this is the 10 News. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. When the attack on the Capitol first happened on January 6th in 2021, we were all shocked, scared, and sad. Let's take a listen back to how we at the 10 first talked about the events of that day in a special report we released a few days after. We recommend listening to today's episode with a grown up, just in case you have any questions or concerns about what happened that day. As of this recording, about 80 people have been arrested and tragically, five people have died. The arrests have almost all come after the fact and not during the riots compared to hundreds of arrests during the summer's Black Lives Matter protest in D.C. The scene at the Capitol was really scary and difficult to watch for many people. It is very important to know that what happened this week at the Capitol was not a protest, and to call it what it is, this was an insurrection, a violent uprising against our democracy. But Tenors, know that no matter which president someone supports— There are election processes and laws in place that safeguard and ensure the will of the people. On January 20th, we will have a peaceful transfer of power when Joe Biden is sworn in as the 46th president of the United States. D.C. is not only our nation's capital, it's also home to hundreds of thousands of people. Our correspondent, Bridget Todd, is one of them. Let's get her perspective on being there and on the damaging effects of misinformation.
2: So I'm not going to lie, watching an insurrection unfold in the city where I live was kind of scary. It's not something I ever thought I'd see. Mayor Muriel Bowser asked for support from the National Guard, but because D.C. isn't a state, she needed to wait for special authorization from the Army. There was a 6 p.m. citywide curfew, so I stayed inside watching everything unfold on the news. My mom called to ask if I was okay. I didn't want her to be worried, but I knew it was important to tell the truth. So that's what I did. Telling the truth matters, and what happened in Washington, D.C. this week is actually a good example of what I mean. The people storming the Capitol thought President Trump won the election because he said it over and over and over again. He said the election was rigged against him on Facebook and Twitter. He said it on the news. Good evening. I'd like to provide the American people with an update on our efforts to protect the integrity of our very important
1: 2020 election. If you count the legal votes, I
2: easily win. If you count the illegal votes, they can try to steal the election from us. He said voting machines were rigged, he said votes for him were being destroyed, and that some of the votes for Joe Biden were actually cast by dead people. He talked about it a lot. Just one problem, none of it's true. In fact, there's no evidence of widespread voter fraud, period. But that didn't stop his supporters from believing it. When someone spreads a story that isn't true without meaning to, it's called misinformation. But when someone spreads a story that isn't true because they're trying to mislead you on purpose, it's called disinformation. Add in social media sites like Facebook and Twitter, where they don't always take down stories that aren't true, and misinformation can spread like wildfire. Studies show that if someone hears an untrue story enough times, eventually they can start to believe it. Disinformation and misinformation can confuse people. It can make them scared and angry. And worse, it can cause dangerous situations like the one in DC. The Trump supporters who stormed the Capitol did it because they believed the election was stolen from President Trump and they were angry. That's why it's so important to really understand what we read on the Internet, what we see on TV, and yes, even what we hear in podcasts. Not every story is true, and not every source is one you can trust. So how can you tell? First, you can do what I did. Speak up to the adult in your life about stories you're seeing online or on television. They can help you figure out what's trustworthy and what's not. If you're not so sure about what you're seeing, you can try to find that same story from another source on Google. If a lot of trustworthy sites are reporting the same thing, that's a good sign. The most important thing is to not share stories that aren't true. The more misinformation spreads, the more people see it and the more people believe it. And don't forget, you can always reach out to us here at The Ten if you're having trouble telling if a story is true or not. Even though I was scared to be in D.C. when the insurrection started, when it was over, I watched Congress come back to the Capitol late that night. The violent mob couldn't stop the wheels of democracy from turning. I watched them certify the election for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And I felt proud to be in my city, Washington, D.C., watching it happen. And that's the honest truth.
1: A lot has gone down in the year and a half since the January 6th insurrection, which brings us to the public hearings that are happening now. 10 News correspondent Pamela Kirkland is here to help us understand what this all means.
3: Get your popcorn ready. The January 6th committee hearings to investigate the attack on the Capitol and what led up to January 6th have begun. And they've been interesting, to say the least. All the excitement on Capitol Hill has America watching. And let's be honest, congressional hearings are not usually something that are super popular to watch. The first hearing had about 20 million viewers. That's about the number of people who watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade or Sunday Night Football. So let's break down what's happening now. The January 6th committee said they would hold several public hearings investigating the attack on the Capitol. A hearing is a meeting of Congress, usually open to the public, where they receive information, or in this case, conduct an investigation. It's like a big research project you do in school. The purpose is for the committee to present unknown facts about January 6th and show Americans what they found out about the efforts to overturn the election. The idea of these hearings is to go behind the scenes of President Trump's White House and re-election campaign to look into what was happening before the attack and what President Trump had done to encourage it. But it's more than just what was going on at the Capitol. Their goal is to show how President Trump tried to remain president after losing the 2020 election. That's a big constitutional no-no. The committee used the hearing to go back to November 4, 2020, election night. Former campaign workers and White House advisors said they had told Trump not to say he won. Votes were still being counted, and it would be days before a winner was announced. Well, instead of listening to his team, President Trump went on TV at 2.30 in the morning saying he won the election and that the election was actually being stolen from him. In these hearings, the committee played interviews with people who worked for President Trump at the time to show how he planned to remain in power the committee showed videos of his daughter, Ivanka Trump, who worked in the White House, his former Attorney General, Bill Barr, and some of the people closest to the president, testifying they knew Trump had really lost the 2020 election and how even though they told him over and over that he lost, he continued ahead with plans to remain president and ignore voters. They showed that days after the election, Trump started listening to crazy, untrue theories explaining why he didn't have more votes. One theory was that voting machines were set up to change votes. Another was that German computers were manipulating the election. Those things never happened, but despite it not being true, some Trump supporters believed what the president was saying. What's also scary is that some of the people testifying said President Trump started to believe those lies and make money off of them. Okay, that's bad. It's become known as the big lie. The big lie is a big focus for the committee. In the weeks after losing the election, President Trump tried pushing this idea that a lot of people around the country voted illegally, and that's why he lost. Again, that's not true. And that's why it's called the big lie. President Trump called the 2020 election rigged and said it was stolen and that voter fraud or illegally changing the election outcome was the reason Joe Biden won the presidency. The committee is trying to show that President Trump continuing to push the big lie led to the attack on the Capitol on January 6th. It's important to mention that our democracy has systems in place to protect against an election being stolen, and that if something went wrong in counting the votes, there's a process to question election results. So what happens next? Well, as the hearings continue, we'll hear from more and more people who had an idea of what President Trump was thinking and how things unfolded in the lead up to January 6th. What might also happen is the Department of Justice, that's a department responsible for enforcing federal laws, will decide whether to take anybody in Trump's inner circle or Trump himself to court. Thanks, Pamela. So, Ryan,
0: has catching up on the events of January 6th helped make sense of what's going on now?
4: Definitely,
1: Bethany. It's good to be reminded of what happened and what it means for all of us here in the USA.
0: That's our show. But before we go, here's a quick note for the grown-ups.
1: Customers are rushing to your store. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust? You need Shopify for retail. Shopify's sleek, reliable POS hardware takes every major payment method and looks fabulous at the same time. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com lifestyle, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com lifestyle to take your retail business to the next level today.
4: If you can't take the heat, it may be time for some cool clothing. The only way to play it cool this summer is in brand new Tommy John's. When you wear Tommy John, you're that much cooler, so you can do everything better, thanks to breathable, lightweight fabric with four times the stretch of competing brands. With dozens of comfort innovations, Tommy John makes you look super hot while feeling super cool. From lounging at home to summertime fun, that's why Tommy John doesn't have customers. They have fanatics. With over 17 million pairs sold, people love Tommy John underwear and loungewear. I love wearing my Tommy John loungewear because it feels great after a long day. You should get Tommy John too. Plus, you're always covered with their best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. So shop tommyjohn.com slash now for 20% off your first order. That's tommyjohn.com 10news for 20% off your first order tommyjohn.com slash 10 news see site for details
0: thanks for listening to the 10 news look out for our new episodes on tuesdays thursdays and extras on saturdays the 10 news is a co-production of small but mighty media and next chapter podcasts and is distributed by iHeartRadio. the 10 news creative team is staying informed and includes tracy crooks pete musto ryan willard adam bernard and tessa flannery pamela kirkland contributed to this episode our production director is jeremiah tittle and our executive producers are donna albright and show creator tracy Leeds kaplan i'm bethany van Delt, and thanks for listening to the 10 news tenors don't forget to make sure that news is coming from a trusted source and of course always check in with a trusted grown-up if you have any questions or you're worried about anything
3: This podcast has been named a Common Sense Selection by Common Sense Media, recognized for its outstanding content for kids and families.
1: Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Calling all trivia nerds, Brittany here, and I host the Family Road Trip Trivia podcast with my best friend Meredith. Is your next car ride looking like a snooze fest? <laughs>